0: Oh, shit, Colin. Off and rolling. <laughs> <laughs> Why well, see what you did there. What did I do? Explain yeah, Roland, it for those who uh, who are only listening.
1: Well, Jeff's uh, full on working from home in it right now with his Zoom background playing Limp Biscuits rolling music video.
0: Hell yeah. For those of you out there who are using Zoom in your day-to-day life. It's no longer acceptable to just think that you can have just a good background on your virtual replacement and, and let that be. Now, now it, it's time to step it up. So I went to YouTube and I downloaded from YouTube. I got the Roland video from Limp Biscuit, and that is my background.
1: The other I'm, not, day sure. I was I'm
0: right. not sure what my next one's going to be, but.
1: Is this right a now, thing that, like a lot of people do?
0: I gotta be honest. I've never seen. I, I've never seen anybody do this. Oh, I okay. just. I was like, I was thinking about if I was gonna be able to do this. And so when you called in a second ago, and I was like fucking around doing shit, I was actively downloading this video. And then I, the first time wow. I tried, it was when you saw it pop on there. Oh nice. shit! Is that the end of it? Oh, uh, and it cycles oh, back through. Shit! Damn. Nice. I don't know. I feel like this nice. opens up a world of uh, creative options for me. Now I can, now I can, what I mean, What else is there?
1: There's uh, all sorts g- of atrocities. Gangnam Style? Hardcore Justin, pornography?
0: Yeah, dude, but I mean, for work?
1: Oh, for work. Yeah. yeah. Hardcore pornography. Oh, okay, fair enough, yeah.
0: <laughs> I'm glad, I'm glad that uh, we settled that. But So, Colin, last time... You were supposed to come with a bomb ass chicken taco recipe. And yeah. I already see you copping out of that
1: on the board. Yeah, yeah, it's just not, it just, it just wasn't talking night yet. Uh, I'm going to have to film myself doing it on Taco Night when I'm in the moment. But we'll see. Anyway, uh, I'm distracted by this video. Uh, you, a,
0: you want me to take it off? Do you need me to take it off?
1: Uh, no, give me a sec. I took my glasses off and then I lost focus and I just saw bright lights and shining. Wow, I'm an idiot. Okay, so I yeah, I was going to share that recipe, but I tonight made a, such a great dinner, <laughs> and I just want to share this one. So I'm going to share a recipe right now. Bring it. It is uh, it's a sheet pan shrimp boil, like New Orleans style shrimp boil. You do it in your oven, okay? And so you take, and this feeds just about just my family, like five people, kids who eat like birds, and uh, <clears throat> take three ears of corn, cut them into like chunks that are about an inch and a half tall. So, like each one, cut it into like four or five, uh, and then like a pound. Of gold potatoes, halved. Uh, like as, the little, little russet. Yeah, they're like they're like this big. Oh, I got you. Anyway, uh, about a pound of those, I think it ended up being like ten or twelve, something like that. And then uh, I cut up an onion, big chunks, in there, yellow onion. And then a uh, Andouille sausage, cut into like. Little half inch things, pound of shrimp and uh, uncooked, but peeled but peeled and deveined and all that, and you gotta boil the potatoes for about ten minutes, parboil, like get them softer, and for the last five minutes of that, put in the corn too. Then it's all ready to go. Mix it together with you melt a half. A stick of butter to finely dice four to five cloves of garlic or mince and uh and then a full tablespoon I put in about a tablespoon and a half of old bay seasoning. Melt that butter, mix those things together, toss all of the stuff in that, put it on a greased pan, in the oven four hundred for I don't know, I had it in there about fifteen minutes, That's I gotta it. be
0: honest. I've never made anything like that in my life, so that just doesn't even register to me. You know what I had for dinner tonight uh <clears throat> per the request of my ten year old for like a week now, he's been asking for ramen noodles, so that he got fucking ramen nice. noodles tonight um,
1: nice.
0: obviously. You know, it doesn't matter what flavor ramen you buy, they all taste the exact same. So yep. I just buy the chicken because I feel the best about it. So we had chicken. Uh my wife doesn't eat that. Even though it's I mean, I don't even know if there's are they fucking is there any chicken at all in that chicken like, dust? Yeah, chicken uh, dust,
1: dude. Uh you know what I do with those is I do them like you're supposed to, and then I use about maybe half of the packet seasoning. Yeah. And then I put some onion powder, some garlic powder, a bunch of chili or a bunch of uh, cayenne pepper. And then like, uh, I don't know. Half teaspoon of curry powder. Quarter teaspoon. Yeah. And like make like curried ramen noodles. Dude, it's so good. So spicy.
0: Why, why wouldn't you just stick to the stick to the package? Like, why go through all that extra trouble? Like, it was all together in a little package. All you had to do is rip it and dump it in, and you were done, and you had something delicious. But you had to, like, oh, yeah, I'm going to fuck with this.
1: Nah, sometimes dude. Sometimes I like the just the classic. Just like, you know, macaroni and cheese, like I said, is the one thing I – like, craft box macaroni and cheese one thing I always have on well, hand to make. That's what –
0: my wife had tonight. So she had Mac yeah. and cheese. I never even finished. Like my kid had rainbow oh, noodles. Uh, I had a black bean. I had two black bean burgers. My daughter ate like half of a black bean burger. And then me, my wife and my daughter all had Mac and cheese. Like we had a fucking hodgepodge of shit tonight. Like it just, nice. Nobody could, uh, decide and groceries are getting low. Need to do another, like pick up like click list order for Kroger. um, so it was just a hodgepodge of shit. And then I came up here. I got I got a beer today. Do you have a beer? What do you got? Oh, you got a PBR. Damn, my shit's PBR, cutting babe. out because of my uh my Lint Biscuit video. Let me see if I can put it in front of me. There, I got the California swell from Noctara. So if nice. you order at least three six packs, they'll deliver. So nice. got twenty four beers <laughs> delivered to the house yesterday. Or not yesterday, Saturday.
1: So you are? Are you getting? You're getting your groceries delivered too?
0: No, we're ordering a Kroger Click List, and then you show up, oh, okay, and like yeah, yeah. they just put the shit in your trunk. That we're doing that. Which honestly, like, if there's one thing I'm taking out of this quarantine, it's that. Like, I am definitely doing that for my groceries from now on. There's no reason to go to the store and do a
1: full grocery shopping experience anymore. I realize how you know
0: you know you're about to get it. A-
1: you know you're about to get a pushback from me on this. Uh, like this is like a old man simula. If it ain't broke, don't fix it. I happen to just love going to the grocery store. So I I like walking around and going. Oh, maybe I'll make that, and then get the ingredients for something that just comes to me while I'm at the store, or whatever. Like I enjoy it. It's time to myself. It. I don't know. That's. I've done the. I've done the pickup thing. And I I feel like I always uh like I'm always like oh that's what that was gonna be like like i always disappointed sometimes like like a cut well, of meat looked better okay there.
0: so so here's the thing that there there are levels to this shit so there's a whole bunch of boring groceries that you're gonna get and you're gonna get them because you got to get them right I'm not like honestly I'm yeah, not there true. yet like I'm not ready to have them pick out the meat for me. Like that's not, I'm not there. Got it, got it. So, and they don't they don't pick out my fruit either. So I do still have to go to the store from time to time. It's just that knowing I don't have to wander up and down the aisles and buy lots of shit that honestly I would never have bought had I not fucking walked by tiramisu Oreos. You know, like I don't need that. But every time I see there's a new flavor of Oreo, I have to buy it. It doesn't, it doesn't matter if I even like the flavor.
1: Like can you take Oreos? Those caramel coconut ones. Have you had Uh, those? Well, no, I don't fuck with coconut, dude. They're so good. It's.
0: uh, I I do fuck with. I I love. I love things with caramel,
1: so I would give them a shot for that. It's like it's. It's definitely coconutty, but it it almost has the texture of like nougat. Mm, So okay, I could probably do that. I don't know. Anyway, I'm. I'm not dissing on the on the. Conveniences of modern grocery shopping. I just like the old school way, you know. And I was the same way.
0: Like I, I really the raw enjoyed,
1: shopping experience.
0: <laughs> I actually, uh, I used to do all my grocery shopping like when I would leave the gym. So I would leave the gym. I was motivated. I would go to the grocery store. I would make good decisions. Um, I'd get the staples of things we need, and then anything that was ad hoc, I'd make pretty good decisions. With the exception of you know, I always had to like get a few, you know, bad things too, right? Whether it be like Oreos or Turtle Brownies or some bullshit like that. Yeah. Uh, but I made better decisions after I left the gym. Honestly, though, the convenience of pulling up, calling a number, and they just come out and put mm-hmm. the shit in your trunk. I am, I am fully sold on that, and I cannot wait until life returns to normal, however fucking long that is, because I will continue to order my groceries. Um, Speaking of which, I don't want to get too far down the fucking rabbit hole of COVID talk, but I did see today that that's it. School is done for the year. School is done. School is done.
1: Oh, Uh, man. Yeah. It is something.
0: You still uh, holding up okay over there?
1: Dude, you don't know hell until you watch a second grader get on a WebEx so it's not even a good app it's like a, it's like, it, you know get on a WebEx with her whole class a bunch of other second graders none of whom understand the concept of mute or anything so the feedback loop that was created was just <laughs> insanity it was probably pretty close
0: to the one that you created on our live stream the other day oh my god mm. I didn't know it was going to do that so another very very boomer thing happened not to me uh, or you in this particular case uh I think we talked a little bit about the Instagram battles that were going on between the various producers yeah I you probably still haven't caught it but it's become a thing now and like TV companies have actually approached Timberland and been like Hey, we want to make this a real thing, and he's kind of said, "Hold on, this is something for the culture. It's keeping, you know, it's giving us something to do while we're inside. It's a whole thing called verses." So they tried to set up one between Teddy Riley and Babyface, and oh shit, which would have been super fucking tight. I think the rematch was actually supposed to happen tonight. It, uh, Teddy Riley's camp, dude a hundred percent full of boomers. They could not get it together. They could not get sound to come out. It was nothing but feedback loops and babyface <laughs> just sitting there like just chilling. Like hilarious. Yeah. So it the ultra, ultra boomer shit happened. Um I'm wondering if it went off without a hitch today. I don't know. Four hundred thousand people were watching when I when I That's popped crazy. into it. Yeah, 400,000 people were watching it fucking just fall apart and burn. So I'm hoping they got that shit together. Um, other music news, Pray for Paris came out, West Side Gun. Yeah, dude. I know you yeah. were uh, super waiting on that.
1: Yeah, it's interesting because I've heard, I've listened to it quite a few times and over the, over the last few days. And mm-hmm. I don't know, four or five times probably. And, uh, <clears throat> dude, this music video has got to go, man.
0: <laughs> I just block it out, man. See, this is, uh, if you like, if you have kids or anything like that, you just learn to like tune certain things out and just like not let it even bother you. I don't know what's going on, Colin. You're uh, not, you're not dating properly.
1: <laughs> man. I've only got so much in me these days. Anyway, uh even just talking about
0: pray for Paris, bro.
1: Oh yeah, oh yeah, get yeah. it together. So, yeah, sorry, but uh, you know, I was very curious about what it was going to be like because, like, this was like the one. Like, this is like, you know, he's put out a bunch of mixtapes and uh, that record he did last year, but like, this was like the major label debut, kind of thing you know he has been talking about this record for like a year yeah and uh and it shows i think it really shows like it is what does it really is like what does griselda sound like as a more not mainstream but adjacent to mainstream you know what i mean get a little bit bigger names on there uh tyler's on it you know a lot of big producers and it still feels like a Griselda record. It still feels grimy, but it feels more put together, more produced. Some of it feels grimy.
0: I feel like, yeah, I feel like, I, there's, I don't know, man. There, there's some things that I wasn't, I wasn't really, uh, I will say that this is the first time in a while that I've put on a Griselda record. And I haven't been like, fuck yes, this is it just through and through all the way through the whole record. Um, maybe I got to give it a few more spins. I guess that's I, what I
1: was, I guess that's what I was meaning is that it is more varied. It's not just what you were used to. Like it is like, there's like songs that like almost get melodic, you know, there's like weird slow stuff. There's weird interludes and stuff. And I dig that stuff, but I, i I've, I've, you're not the only person who said to me, like, I like it. I don't love it or something to that nature.
0: Yeah, and
1: I don't know if I love it yet either.
0: I, I mean, the songs that are good are fucking all the way good. Uh, what's that song? The, the song that's real early, it's like track three or something that has Benny on it. Yeah, um, that tracks sounds like it could have come off that Griselda collaboration record. You know, like yeah. songs like that. It just it kept the grime going. But then there's so some, some of those other ones. I think uh, the one track was called like French Toast. And I just, I don't know that I like anything about that track. I really don't. So I was, I don't, I wasn't disappointed. I was a little. I light. will say
1: it was nice to hear Tyler, the creator, like rap, rap. Yeah. He hasn't done that in a little while. So. Yeah. I agree.
0: Um, I'm trying to think. Oh, shit. So there's a record that I'm, I'm how do I word this? I'm very excited to check out, but at the same time, I'm afraid because I don't want this. I don't want this to be a shit record. And for me to somehow lose, uh, my like affection for these two dudes. So Daz, you know, Daz Dillinger from dog pound, Mm -hmm. uh, like Daz and corrupt. Right. And big Gip from goodie mob. So goodie mob was like, they were one of my favorite rappers, you know, uh, not rappers, but but groups, right? The whole Dungeon Family, like back in the, like the Acehilians' day, with OutKast and all that, like Goody Mob was my shit. I really, really liked him. Uh, Dog Pound, Daz, Corrupt, I liked. I wouldn't say that they were like way up here. I, I think I always liked Southern rap a little more because of the beats more than the West West Coast shit. Um, But Daz and Gip put out a song a couple years back um, and it was awesome. And they basically were like teasing this joint record that they were going to put out. Well, they dropped it yesterday.
1: Um,
0: Yeah, yeah, it's called ATLA. So I don't know any of the tracks off of it, except I did see on the track list. There's one track on there that I recognized they dropped a year or two ago, um, which was great. Mm -hmm. Well, I will say it was good. It wasn't great. And usually you come with some like, you know, you come with that like one track that really gets everybody hype and ropes them in. If that was the track, then the album may disappoint. So I actually can't wait to listen to the album. I just noticed tonight that they dropped it yesterday and I didn't have time to, to go listen to it. So super. I also,
1: I, another record dropped a rapper that I was unfamiliar with and I was, hassled by my band for being unfamiliar with him. They're the ones who are whipping me into shape along with you, as far as my hip-hop knowledge goes. Uh, but uh, this R.A. the Rugged Man, do you know who that is? Uh, I know a couple of the tracks. Did he drop uh, a whole album? He dropped a whole album. There's like, a, there's crazy features on it. Yeah. And uh, uh, I I listened to it and I really enjoyed it. And there was this song, he was telling me he, uh, uh 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 jack was telling me about that was like dude this song is like really cool he wrote about his first born uh daughter and it's like a love letter to his daughter and it is the cutest not cutest it is like the most heartwarming thing and then like he comes in at the end with another verse where he's like teaching her like chorus shit yeah but it's great
0: yeah that's wild it was fun. uh i'll have to check that out i I got to be honest, I didn't even I didn't even realize that dude was still around.
1: Yeah. I I didn't know who he was, so
0: yeah, that's anyway, crazy. I
1: dig it. I dig it. It made uh, that that song literally made me tear up a little bit. Really? Yeah, it was really great. Yeah, I I had an emotional week with entertainment. Dude, do you watch any sitcoms like do you keep up with any sitcoms? Uh
0: you know I I don't this is going to sound bad but I don't know that I even understand the definition
1: of what a sitcom is. Like a, like just like a okay so my example is one sitcom we do follow is Modern Family. Okay? Okay. And we've followed it pretty uh fairly religiously. It's just something we've always watched, you know, and it's been on for like 10 years now. And uh it ended. Last week, and the series finale, I'm not kidding, I wept like a baby. Really? Like an absolute baby. And this is not the first time in my life. The Cosby show, when the Cosby show ended, I wept like a fucking baby. Man. I am uh, such a sap with endings.
0: I don't, uh, I definitely don't get... Wrapped up in it like that. I mean, I do watch that. I like Chicago PD. I like that show. I like Law and Order SVU. The motherfucker's been on for like a thousand years. I still like it. Uh, but honestly, a lot of the shit that I like watching, um, I watched a show called For Life. and It's based on a, a real guy. Um, it's in its first season, and I watched that show with uh rapper Lil Dicky. I watched Dave, it's funny as fuck. Oh yeah. Jesus. They just dropped uh, episode eight. If you haven't watched that yet, you gotta catch up. That shit is so good.
1: It's funny, the the Modern Family thing because it's a, it's just a stupid show. I mean, it's no, it's no a, I'm it's very a, familiar a, with it. It's you it's, know, a, it's, a, it's a it's a network broadcast for free show. You know, absolute run of the or uh, lowest common denominator. You know, and but. I don't know. You get wrapped up. You watch the show for 10 years, you get wrapped up in the characters, and then the, the finale was just so well written, and it was all about like kids growing up and leaving home, and so it was just I was, Sierra looks over, she's like, you crying? And I was like, yep, and I was just like, I was like sobbing. Anyway. Uh, so I am a
0: bad friend, and I wasn't following The Sleepiest Dad. Oh really? Uh, yeah i I had seen the post several times. I must have just been going there and looking at the post and leaving without following. So I don't think I've ever laughed harder. The other night I was just in that mood where like something was funny, and then like everything's hysterical. Like you're laughing so hard you're having trouble breathing, yeah. and like there's no resolve. Everything makes you laugh like that from then on out. When I got to the post where you had fucking cards, playing cards between your toes. Oh my you God. Can, dude, you can ask my wife. I was, I was laughing so fucking hard that I was crying. I had straight tears in my <laughs> eyes. I was crying, laughing so hard. Uh, needless to say, I followed, and now I'm such a big fan of that Instagram.
1: You know, uh, she hasn't posted anything on there in a while. I guess I just haven't given any good, I haven't given any good, uh, content. She's been staying up and I so I've been falling asleep on the couch like every night cause she's been staying up really late and, uh, no, not waking up to any of us be sleeping in boring positions. That sucks.
0: Sucks for you, Colin, or it actually sucks for me cause I'm just, uh, I'm just getting hip. So I need some content. Um, so let's let's cycle back into uh, quarantine shit for just a second, because I know that you want to talk about it, and I'm down. These idiot protesters.
1: Oh my god! Oh my god! It's like I, don't I know, saw you... I
0: saw your take
1: on uh, Facebook. Yes, it's it's your, a simple, your math
0: your math problem.
1: It's a it's a simple math problem that it's like don't you see the problem here? You know, like. The administration sends detailed guidelines informed by the the actual specialists and and uh, subject matter experts, and uh, we, call,
0: we call those SMEs in the world. Yeah,
1: I hate it. Uh, I knew you were going to say <laughs> it too.
0: Uh, I only did that just because we both know what that is.
1: I only said it out. I only spelled it out on purpose for that reason. Uh, anyway, you know send, you know, they come up with these guidelines. States are, they say, states, you're the ones that are responsible for enforcing them. If you want, this is up to you. You know, that's what generally conservatives want to happen is the state is the one making the decisions. And, uh, and then they start enforcing them, and then some states are a little bit harder than others, but these are still within the boundaries of these guidelines that were came down from on high. So then these fucking Idiots! These maga guys, these snake flag libertarians, and I, I have a lot of libertarian friends, and I'm kind of a libertarian myself sometimes, and I have a lot, lot of love from not these idiots, and uh, and uh, they're protesting, and the president is saying, "I'm on your side." Today, these stupid, terribly irresponsible tweets liberate. Michigan, liberate Minnesota, liberate Virginia. They're taking your Second Amendment away, you know. And so he's cheering them on while also being the reason why they're angry. Oh yeah, and it's just the the, the they've done such a good job of propagandizing this, so people don't see the fact that no, this is this he's the one, he's the reason you're angry. Oh man, it's just.
0: Who was that? You that also posted the thing about the chicken and the feathers? No. Oh what? man. Okay. So I I wish I I wish I knew who posted this. I would uh shout him out. But somebody posted a thing that uh, basically said Putin was like demonstrating how like what the fuck? I'm not sure how the word, it. I'm going to just paraphrase because I don't really know what other saying. saying. Um, kind of like demonstrating that like how leading people works, right? So he takes a chicken and plucks all the feathers out while the chicken's alive, right? Just plucking the feathers out, fucking this chicken up, put the chicken down, but then he throws the chicken some wheat or whatever and the chicken's like, all right, cool. So it's like the chicken comes back to him and like eats because he's throwing it some wheat and it was like to symbolize it doesn't matter how much you fuck people up, if you throw them a treat once in a while, they'll forget about it. So it's like that's kinda what is exactly it's I said kinda, but it's exactly what's happening in our government.
1: It's just you're see more and more examples of of these like people who are loudest about it getting it and dying from it. And it's just like, guys, like I get it. This sucks for everybody. It sucks. Way worse for a lot of people than me. I'm I'm intimately aware of that. But like, this is this is literally ruining people. I get that. But like, let's get it over with. Let's <laughs> not prolong this by just going out and saying, "But I need to get my my roots dyed." Fuck off.
0: It's actually uh, it's interesting. It's interesting that like. People that we often view as like ratchet or idiots or whatever, even they're rallying behind this like when you're seeing when you're seeing videos from like Cardi b with a fucking yeah. mask on and she's doing her like cardi b shit, but telling motherfuckers to stay home and and telling people they're dumb that's crazy. I also saw um two chains. In Atlanta, he used his restaurants to supply food for the healthcare workers at nice. like Atlanta Metro Hospital or whatever, uh, which I thought was dope. Like more people should be doing shit
1: like that. Yeah, it's it's also funny. I saw a meme shortly before we started here, and uh, it was talking about how, and it is so funny, but like how these preppers are all like. You know, when the shit hits the fan, you know, when the stock market crashes or when we get attacked by terrorists or when there's a pandemic, you know, these preppers talk, I'm ready to live in my bunker for 10 years. These are the same fucking guys who are standing out there going, I need, I need to go to Applebee's. (laughs) Like, get the fuck out of here. Have you
0: ordered any uh, takeout or anything?
1: Yes. (laughs) Same. Holy shit! Yes, like to the point where like we had to talk. Like we need to, to slow down on the eating out.
0: I mean, the problem is like there's just so much going on. Like you see, th- yeah. It, it, I hope that people think back to all the times they said shit like, "Oh, if I was a stay-at-home parent, I'd do this and I'd do that." Oh, if I was, you know, blah blah blah, I'd be ripped. It's like, first of all. When I get my ass kicked all day in my own office, in the comfort of my home, still getting my ass kicked on meetings all day, the last fucking thing I want to do is anything else. I just want to yeah. sit. I just want to sit. I want to curl up in the shower and take a really hot shower from the corner.
1: That's it. Yeah. That's, that's uh, why I made that dinner I made tonight because all it really involved me doing was chopping shit up and putting it in the oven.
0: It sounded so. hella fancy though.
1: I also, no, it really wasn't. Um, it's really easy to make. It's really good. And I also just, you know, that, uh, that yellow Spanish rice.
0: Yeah.
1: Spanish style yellow rice that, that's like in the Mexican section. Yeah. I just made a box of that and just had that we just had that too. It was an actually a nice flavor that went with it. Oh, and you put, I forgot you put parsley on it. You chop up some fresh parsley, put that on there and then you quarter or you, uh, cut 11 into wedges and you squirt lemon juice on it before you eat it
0: yeah so i hope that the viewers that stuck with us or the listeners that stuck with us for fucking <laughs> 30 minutes 30 or whatever minutes. managed to stick around long enough to find the missing ingredients see that's the kind of
1: easter eggs you get when you stick with us you get the whole that's, recipe what's so funny about that is because i like made a big deal about it with the kids like i got them their food i gave sierra her plate And I made like a big deal about the garnish. And then I got myself a plate and sat down and I got through a third of it. And then uh, Beatrice goes, can I have another lemon wedge? I was like, the garnish. (laughs) And I I put it on and it made it 10 times better. Damn, that's wild. What would you put Star Wars on the board for? You know, because I finally, like a bad nerd. I finally watched The Rise of Skywalker, episode nine. I know you're not a Star Wars guy. I know you're not into into all this, this stuff, but I just need to say out loud that it is not a great movie. <laughs> oh, shit. <It's laughs> I that a to say, it. No, it's not a hot take. It was pretty – a lot of people were pretty upset about it. Uh, but I understand why. I'm usually somebody who defends – a lot of this, this stuff, like, oh well, well, you know, it's it's not the nerd's decision; it's the storyteller's decision. You don't like the story, go suck it, you know. Like, uh, but uh, you know, I just made up a new "go suck it." That was really stupid. Uh,
0: it, it's actually it's comical how close that is to a, a recurring joke in that uh, sitcom, Dave. Oh really? <laughs> yeah. It's you keep plugging
1: this show. I need to watch it. I guess, dude. It's ex- it's
0: super uh, close to a recurring joke. Nice.
1: Uh, lost train of thought again. God damn dude, it! Rise of Skywalker. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Sorry. It's my brain is toast today, uh, and not because it's four twenty, um, but. uh, no, it was just not good. It, it was it, the I was mad for the first half, and I I did enjoy the second half. I actually a lot of the decisions I felt like they made very poorly, or or told very clumsily. I think the storytelling was really clumsy. A lot of plot holes. A lot of just like oh that's really convenient. But then some of those story elements they did really cool things with, and I actually really like the end of the movie. And I, you know, I'm kind of happy with the way certain characters ended. Also, they just make up new powers when they need them. I don't know. It 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 was a lot, and it just wasn't that great. I just need to say it out loud. I I don't really ever disparage Star Wars that much, but could have been better. Give it a C minus.
0: I was just uh, quickly trying to look up and see if people uh, liked it or not. It looks like it got about a... Somewhere between a six and a seven out of ten.
1: A lot of the it was a lot of the the issues with people uh, people had was that they didn't like the Last Jedi, the the, the previous movie, so they felt like J.J. Abrams was brought back in to course correct and do fan service and do whatever the fans were demanding, and it then became a much bigger, more like wild movie. And I think the other problem is. I watched The Mandalorian first, and not that they have anything to do with each other, or you know, but I I feel like I was kind of spoiled by really experiencing what like the best of the Star Wars storytelling universe looks like, and then going to this movie that I felt like was very clumsily told and a lot too much going on at part mm-hmm. Apollo, so.
0: So you mentioned something in there. Uh, you mentioned not because it's four twenty. What does yeah, that mean, Colin? What does that mean?
1: So we it's the weed time and the weed day, the and it's 420 in 420. This year.
0: Mm, that's true. 420 exception.
1: Yeah. That's weird. Yeah. How did
0: 420 become 420. a
1: thing? I I heard I think legend has it that like in in San Francisco, the Hey Ashbury district or something like that, 420 was the like 187 for
0: yeah, the, that's for, uh, what I heard, too, is the police code for yeah. marijuana. Yeah. You know, I also heard some other theories a long time ago that was like, uh, oh, no, it's something that was created by white people to celebrate Hitler's birthday. What? Yeah, it is Hitler's birthday. He was born oh. on 420, oh, you know, I
1: think I knew that. I think I knew that, but I've never heard that connection. Yeah,
0: it's just white people celebrating Hitler. Uh oh. Did you hear that? Yeah. Yeah, that's that's my daughter. Uh, talking to me under the door. She's like, she's under the door, going, "Hey, daddy." See. So. If you need to pause, we can pause. I ain't pausing shit. <laughs> <laughs> Just let her squawk. Mama will come get her. Um. That's interesting that you didn't you didn't you have like a whole weed beer pack like last week or two weeks ago? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You should have, dude. dude you, that's like, why would you not drink that today?
1: Because I drank it. I drank it all very quickly in a couple of days because it was all delicious. So it was that G thirteen four twenty strain from Sweetwater, and they made a whole series out of it. So there's four different beers. It was that one, which is just an IPA, uh, and then. There was a juice or a hazy double IPA that was decent. Was what was the, the man- one with uh, Be Real, though? I'm getting there. There's Mango Kush wheat, which was pretty good, uh, a little too fruity for me. But then there was the Be Real Insane OG Mexican Lager. And that shit, I got to find a full 12 pack of that because it's a Mexican Lager, like a Corona or a Modelo, but. There's, it just has a much fuller flavor, super smooth. There is that little bit of reefery taste in it. Yeah. But they worked with Be Real and used, I think, terpenes or something from his strain of weed that he has, his trademark strain.
0: Oh, that's crazy.
1: Or something like
0: that. That's crazy that you're at that level where you have your own strain of weed. Yeah. I think, I, I think, I think Be Real is working on music too. Oh, really? Yeah, I think I caught that somewhere as well. In, okay, so in the spirit of 420, let's talk about a really fucking random thought that I had. And okay, so I don't smoke, right? But this is going to sound like some shit that came from somebody who smokes. Let's hear it. All right. So you, not you, okay, a woman <laughs> create- Creates this whole, whole person inside of her body, right? Yes. Creates a whole person, like from an egg and some sperm. Literally, from nothing, got everything. Got arms, legs, all
1: kinds of shit, right? Well, Out of from nothing the... or in the image of God. All right. I'm, just kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Go, go, go.
0: But what I'm saying is why – as scientists are we not focusing on like why can't a human just regrow a foot like let's say you get your foot cut off right Hmm. why can't you just figure out what it was to make you grow body parts the first time and grow another foot we need to unlock that part of the human body
1: (laughs) it is curious to think like why did why did Lizards evolve that way. Why did ret, like ret, reptiles with long yeah. tails and stuff? Like you pull their tail and, off or something. Like what? Like what along their evolutionary chain caused them to really need that? That caused us to not need it. Maybe guns. I don't know. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> guns are the
0: reason that we can't regrow feet. <laughs> That's got to be the name of the, the fucking podcast episode. Guns are the reason we can't regrow feet. Uh no, but it's it like it's weird. Thought. It's weird. Like if if you like fuck up your let's let's use knee for example, you tear your ACL. You got some white claw.
1: It's scoured the fridge for the last couple of things that were in there.
0: Yeah, like you, you tear your ACL. Like it's crazy that your body just doesn't fix that. It's like didn't your body just fucking build one for someone else? Like didn't your body build somebody else's ACL? It built their kneecaps. They built their fucking uvula.
1: Yeah. I mean, that's why there's scientists out there literally studying lizards and trying to figure out how they do it, why they do it, so we can maybe. Well, I think I know why. I thought
0: why they did it was because if they become like they can, if they become trapped, they can just drop that bitch off and take off. Like, I well, it was yeah, like-
1: yeah. I'm I, okay. That's not what I meant. Uh scratch the why part, but like how how their body does it you know so we can learn yeah. from that so we can even even come up with synthetic ways of doing can you fucking
0: things. imagine i mean i know what's that rat we grew like a human ear on the back of the rat it's called was it the uh, some like vis visconti rat or something like that i mean we did some weird shit right we grew a human ear on the back of a rat like that's yeah. pretty fucking weird but i could not imagine some men in black style shit where somebody like gets their arm trapped and like it rips their arm off and they're like, Oh, it's cool, bro. Like I got, just hold on. Like, yeah. And your fucking arm comes back out. I know that's some high shit, but I just don't understand why bodies can make whole fucking humans, but we can't just regrow a limb. It doesn't, it's not, it's not there with me. Not getting it.
1: Well, the the human the human is being made out of two things the human is not being made out of the body itself it's something that's produced by the body and produced by the other body and excreted from both okay and joining together into a new thing so it's and that is a parasite on the the host body the mother so it's not just like so scramble those
0: eggs scramble those eggs whip 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 put in some put in some uh men parts right and dump that dump that onto somebody that's what you do that's how you regrow arms <laughs> <laughs> dude i don't know i know that's some weird shit but i was thinking the other day and it's just what it is man uh so tell me about 311 and turnstile because i also saw this but you put it on there
1: I don't know, it's just some fun heartwarming news that was all over the metal blogs and the hardcore blogs and Twitter and stuff today that, you know, Tone Style you know, outside of their hardcore influences, you know the first band people compare them to is 311 Mm -hmm. and uh, uh, so Nick Hexham singer of 311 and songwriter and brains behind the whole thing said on Instagram or something like that, that it that there was new favorite band and he like covered one of their songs, or something. Yeah, very cool. It,
0: the song "Blue by You," he like did a slow acoustic rendition of it. Yeah, I thought that was really cool. It's uh, it's crazy because I'm not a 311 fan. Me either. But I appreciate how large and influential they are in music, and for somebody that large and influential. To take note of a seemingly much smaller band and to call that out, it's pretty fucking cool.
1: Yeah. And Congrats even, even, even like at this point, Turnstile probably a bigger band, like, well, not bigger, but similar sized band at this point in time. Yeah. And, yeah. Uh, and but just to think like, when people compare them to this band because of the path that this band paved 25 years ago or whatever. You know what I mean? Like, that's yeah. the thing is that cred
0: yeah super cool um have you guys like while in quarantine like what have you been doing to keep sane are you doing any like different shit like what are you doing with the kids like they can't really do much what kind of shit are you doing to alleviate that like i'm stuck inside stress
1: we've been i mean other than like making a point to get out and walk yeah. Just do stuff. B and I have, have, you, have you
0: guys been going on walks like as a family?
1: No, uh, those have been mostly just me. But uh, B and I have been doing bike rides around the neighborhood, yeah, a couple times a day. Uh, and then, um, been trying to make fires in the backyard and just you know been doing a lot of work, like a lot of deep cleaning and a lot of organizing. Actually, rented a dumpster and did a big garage. Clean out this weekend. And, mm. uh, and, um, so, you know, we've been kind of really focusing on hitting spring cleaning really hard.
0: And, uh, so. I've never rented a dumpster, but I did one of those bagster things one time. Are you familiar with that? Yeah. Yeah. That was super tight. Uh, I totally didn't read the rules. And so I put that bitch way far up in my driveway, like where they couldn't even get to it. Uh, uh, this is actually a pretty shitty story. This shows what like a piece of shit I am. So I get the Baxter, I load all this shit in it. It's all the way up in my driveway. I then go to try and schedule a pickup and I realize there's all these rules about where it can be and like yada yada. And I say, fuck. Well, it's got like a thousand pounds worth of shit in it at this point. Like I can't drag it. So I put a strap. Uh, on the SUV and put it in the fucking bag handles and I drug it down the driveway towards the end, ripped the whole bottom open of it. Oh no. Yeah. So then I had to go buy another bag um, and then literally transfer shit from like seven feet away into from that bag into this bag. And it was like, there was tons of like landscaping shit in there so it was me with a shovel like digging dirt from one and throwing it in another it was all kinds of bullshit it sucked like when i
1: when i was in my garage uh cleaning the other day i was i moved some amazon boxes and moved some things there was like a couple of tra- bags of trash that i didn't know were in there underneath this stuff for god knows how long and they were all tore open and a bunch of boxes and stuff around there smelled like pee and I saw a little poop and I was like oh man mice got all over here and then the kids are hanging out out there and they scream and I look and there's this big motherfucker rat <laughs> Damn. Comes pouncing out of my drive out of my garage so that was just like holy shit I keep thinking of all the times like my cat over the last year has been down here crying at night because she can hear stuff and like uh I had to throw away and I had a spare box of hardwood flooring that was unopened. That was just kind of like, you know, just in case. Yeah. And it was soaked in piss. Oh man. The wood, the, the wood, the cardboard, everything. I had to throw the whole thing. Up. Oh dude, it was so gross. I It was so gross. That's wild. Um, so
0: something we've been doing is just trying to find like more things for the kids to do that, They probably wouldn't normally do. Like, well, first of all, let me just say, my daughter during this quarantine talks. She talks now. (laughs) Like, she went from like just saying a couple words to she walked up to me today, like I was on a meeting in this exact spot right here. And I don't know if you can see behind me, but I have a TV over here. Yeah,
1: we talked Uh, about it last week.
0: She walks up to me and says, Dad, I want monkeys on the bed. And I was like, Oh. Okay. So I put the fucking five little monkeys jumping on the bed. It like, she just, I can't even explain it in two weeks. She like, will say whole sentences now. She's like, yeah. And she's obsessed with us being on zoom meetings. So she wants to be on them. She like, you can get her to do whatever. If you say, I'll let you on my zoom meeting. She's like, I want to go to a meeting like she says it all the time it'll be 7 o'clock at night and she'll go get the laptop and open it and go I want to go to a meeting and I'm like not right now she has a play phone and she'll get her phone and she'll be talking and blah 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 and if we're like talking she'll go shh shh meeting and I'm like (laughs) I'm like oh shit like this is crazy so she just started talking Uh, it's fucking wild Um, tonight my wife like got a bunch of seeds and like stuff and put them on a pan and like some weird STEM shit. And she was just like playing with it and had like a dinosaur and was playing in it. um, And then I came downstairs a little later and Hayden's toenails were painted pink. Oh yeah. And it wasn't just his toenails. It was like his toe. It was all kinds of shit. Apparently Eloise painted his toenails. Nice. Um, and then all night he's been like, I'm going to paint yours, dad. I'm going to paint yours. I'm like, you can, but just know you might not want the problem. Like I got, you know, my feet are wild, right? So you're, <laughs> you're in for some shit. Um, So I go out, cut the grass, and we just didn't get to it. So I have – tomorrow I have to let him paint my toenails pink. Um, that's fine. I'm cool with that. I mean I spent half of the 90s painting my own fingernails black. So – yeah. I'm no stranger to nail polish.
1: Did you I go through allowed. that? I, I I wasn't allowed to when I would have really wanted to in high school, just because of school dress code rules. We've um, talked
0: about those several times. Fuck fuck that school, man. That and, school was uh, cramping your uh, cramping your YOLO.
1: But I did uh, go through a when I was dating this one girl. I did go through like a like a gothier, scene metal metalcore phase.
0: Did you have long stringy black hair?
1: Not long. It was short black hair, but I had a red spot in it and you know, I painted my, it was really like Marilyn Manson. It's, I still early in, but,
0: uh, you know how like, okay, this is, this is funny. All right. So today we had a zoom happy hour. Um, you know, as many people have been doing, but my team had one today. Uh, I was talking about I'm going to go out, cut the grass. The last time I did that, I got like a sunburn, right? So they were like, oh, you better wear a hat. So I reached over and I picked up my Beats by Dre uh, just case for my headphones. Mm-hmm. And when I put it on my head, it looks like every kid's hair in the 90s. You got to see this shit. I'm going to show you right now. Look at this shit. The butt cut, baby. <laughs> yeah, dude. With like the, like parted in the middle. Like, Oh, man. Hilarious. That's what my hair looks <laughs> Is like. Is that not fucking funny as shit? Hilarious. So, yeah, I jokingly put that on my head. And uh, my boss was like, your hair looks like every kid in the 90s. And I was like, shit, it really does. So now that's all I can think about. Hilarious. All right, Colin. I think that uh might wrap us up for the night, man. We've been doing good. Why did it take a fucking pandemic to to get us on this like sub 1 hour or, you know, very shortly over 1 hour? What are we at? I have no idea. I don't I'm oh. not even I won't know until I fucking stop it. You know what? With Zoom, you can actually uh you can set it so it like shows you the time. I just haven't turned it on. I don't know. Do you want to go through your Hall of Fame, though? I see you have a uh, couple records you look like you pulled in the back, a Jimmy Eat World record.
1: Yeah. So we got Jimmy Eat World here, Clarity. Uh, You know, I pushed back on this one for a long time. I always liked Bleed American better. Everybody, all the true emo dorks told me that Clarity was it. And I finally gave in. And I like it. I liked it. I always liked it. But I finally, like, really gave into it and it is the superior record and this is a really nice 180 gram version so it's like really thick vinyl sounds really good uh cheap vinyl uh right here nice nails pretty hate machine it's one of the things that got me into heavy music was industrial my stepdad was really into nice nails used to sign his name with the n-i-n logo behind it um on his letters from prison uh (laughs) <laughs> uh, Marauder, Master Killer. Oh, this is out of view for you, uh, Marauder, Ma- Marauder, Ra- Master Killer. Uh, one of the most important hardcore records to me. I listen to this record once a week at least, and really? not the vinyl version, uh, but I mean, I just listen to the album at least once a week. I found this this in Michigan last year. Uh, it's a German import. I'm not a dork about vinyl, but. This one's limited to like 100 copies and it's bright yellow and it's got different artwork. I think it's sweet, uh, but yeah, perfect album. Uh, and then another perfect album, Coalesce, functioning out of patience. I mean, this I couldn't is... even see that record. That the light that was on that yeah uh,
0: wall, I couldn't even. I didn't even know there was a fourth record there.
1: But this is this is. I mean, you don't yeah. get much more brutal than. You can't kill us all. At the beginning of this album. I still sometimes check vocals with it at shows because it's just so awesome, so fucking hard, and the lyrics are so hard. Music it was so ahead of its time. So many bands from Norman Jean to Eighteen Visions to 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 Escape Plan. You know, oh things. To, you know, to call us. Uh
0: What was the first heavy concert you ever went to?
1: Uh, it was Project '86 Christian rap core band.
0: I'm very familiar.
1: Uh, and opening for them was a band called Narcissists that ended up becoming like one of my favorite bands. It was at a it was at Calvin College in Grand Rapids, Michigan. Ended remember, up becoming really good friends with those guys. Do
0: you remember uh, approximately the year?
1: That would have been uh, 1999.
0: Somebody asked this question the other day on Facebook, so I've already put some thought into it. My first heavy concert was Clutch. Um, I saw Clutch at the Newport in 97. My cousin took me, and that's kind of what started everything. You know, I'm trying to think.
1: It was definitely it may not have been that show. it may have been now yeah that that probably was that probably was it uh but you know i I did go to like family values ninety nine right around the same time you know yeah. we have talked about that before, uh and I had seen i had seen Bush now that wasn't a heavy band, but you know it was louder music, and I saw that was in an arena. Uh yeah, I think it was I think it was Project I think it was Project eighty six.
0: Have you ever been to uh any pop concerts?
1: Like straight uh, up
0: like straight pop.
1: have I? Uh like like an Ariana Grande kind of pop, like that Dude, type of pop, like I saw Justin
0: Timberlake and Christina there you go
1: There you I, go. I went to the
0: Justified and Strip tour.
1: Nice. No, I don't think I have. I don't. I don't. Uh, think the closest I got to that was probably saw Aerosmith and Kiss. Hmm. That's still loud yeah, rock. It, it's, it is. That's
0: it, so rock.
1: I did go see in 1990. Probably would have also been 99, 2000. Maybe I was probably 16. Uh, saw. With, went with my dad, and we saw the chemical, the Chemical Brothers, the like. Oh yeah, group. yeah, that was awesome. In
0: '99, I had already moved on to Slipknot. I saw Slipknot at the Alrosa with Orange Nine Millimeter, Coal Chamber, uh, Amen. Um, shit, who was the other? Who was the other band? Can't remember, but uh regardless uh, i had already moved on to music like yeah that. see
1: i i came into it late because i was I, into all those bands late because i was so deeply involved in christian music so it was like yeah. all of my I, I, all of the heavy music that i was like really involved with around that time was christian except for like the the big names like your fear factories corns stuff like
0: that oh
1: yeah so
0: all right colin thanks for walking us through colin's hall of fame
1: it's a fun segment. I, and it it is. is quickly.
0: It is. It's interesting that uh, it's interesting how you think about it because you know, for those of you that didn't hear last time, he basically described it as you listen to a shit ton of music, but the ones that you really, really like, you buy on vinyl. So the vinyl collection is basically your hall of fame. Is that yeah. is that a?
1: Fair I love how the, I love how it sounds. I love having big artwork. You know, so to me, yeah, it's just it's the records that rise to the top. The records I love. I'm not worried about collecting them. I'm not worried about their resale value or any of that shit. It's just the records I love and I wanted to invest in.
0: Sounds good. I know it to get you for some kind of
1: every holiday. every gift giving occasion. Sierra's like, what do you want for your birthday? And not just more vinyl. It's <laughs> funny.
0: All right. All right. I'm going to P-O-5. stop this recording PO5 we out this bitch.
1: Peace.